Welcome to the MedTech Talent Lab, the number one catalyst for advancing careers and building high-performance teams. Sponsored by the Anthony Michael Group, helping companies secure in-demand talent in regulatory affairs, quality, clinical, engineering, R&D, and other areas for medical device, digital health, diagnostics, and other organizations across the U.S. life sciences sector. Here's your host, Mitch Robbins. All right, welcome back to another episode of the MedTech Talent Lab podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Robbins, joined as always by Adam Sapi. We're from an organization called the Anthony Michael Group. We help companies across the, the MedTech space. That includes medical device, digital health, and diagnostics organizations to build high-performing teams primarily on the technical side of the business, areas like regulatory affairs, clinical, quality, uh, et cetera. We've actually got a growing uh, commercial practice right now, too, doing a lot of work in market access, payer relations, and reimbursement. Uh, each and every week, we are here uh, with a live session. We are building a community on LinkedIn called the MedTech Talent Lab. So if you are in the industry and you're looking to build a or gain a competitive advantage, for either your hiring practices or your own professional career, we'd encourage you to join us. Uh, we've got a great group of people in there with a lot of exchanges going on who show up live on a weekly basis, Wednesdays, 11 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern, to discuss all things talent. <clears throat> Simultaneously, I have the privilege of uh, regularly interviewing best-in-class leaders straight from the industry on all things talent, which you can certainly find in the podcast queue on most major podcast platforms. Uh, today, we're going to dig into a topic related to branding, personal branding versus corporate branding. What's more important? What do these terms mean? Um, and how do they apply, especially when it comes uh, to recruiting? Before we jump into the topic, I want to welcome uh, my co-host, Adam. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. <clears throat> We've been doing this together for a while now, and I just want to say I'm appreciative of you being here and your insights on a weekend, week-out basis. I know that you've got a full plate uh, as it relates to searches and companies and candidates that you're trying to serve. Uh, so thanks for taking time out of your day to be here as well. Absolutely. We get a lot of uh, compliments. Uh, so it's not just the ego or a pat on the back, but we really, I really do feel like uh, our community is getting value from the content. So it's always great to carve out time you know, out of the busy day and, and try to contribute where we can. Absolutely. So <clears throat> let's dig in. You know, when we talk about branding and the importance uh, of branding for recruitment purposes, I think many often compute, uh, confuse corporate branding with personal branding. And uh, in essence, the corporate branding is what you think of when we talk about fancy brochures or overly uh, expensively produced videos uh, yeah. with corporate logos on them and, and maybe green screens are involved. And on the flip side, personal branding is really, in essence, authentic, bare-bones content about oneself, their personal and professional uh, career journey, days in the life, trials and tribulations, personal wins or offerings that they can provide others. This could be put into video form, written form, audio form, however, right? Yep. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions is, oh, we got to get out there. We got to build our company brand. We got to build awareness about who we are and really... Um, uh, make as much noise in the marketplace as we can so that we can have an easier time recruiting people to our company. In my opinion, it goes back to the no like and trust factors, right? People want to work with people that they connect with, not necessarily corporate logos or corporate brands, but 
what is going on inside of the company as a result of the people working there. And so I would argue that it's the personal branding that people connect with the most. Yep. And again, I've said this a zillion times. It's people want to work with those uh, that they can connect with and personal branding on social media platforms like LinkedIn rapidly expedites that opportunity for connection and helps build the following. And it's so important when it comes to recruiting and building talent pipelines. I'm going to stop there and ask your opinion. Agree, disagree? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And, and it, maybe it's a maybe it's an and thing, not an or thing, but certainly, you know, Tesla's got their branding, SpaceX, all those companies, they have their own branding. That's great. But Elon Musk's personal branding to me, and it sounds like to you as well, is more important, you know? So when he's starting his new company and that's the boring company, whatever else, whatever else it is, people are already drawn to it. They don't know anything about the company. They don't know what they do, but they know it's Elon. Um, and that could be good or bad, you know, like, Facebook had a lot of uh, negative PR, so they rebranded as Meta. And so you're like, well, I don't know what Meta is. Well, that's Mark Zuckerberg's company. So you already know, I like them, I don't like them, I'm neutral or whatever. Um, and that's because of the personal branding. And I think, you know, just like, I'll give Bright, Bright Insight as a, a real life example in MedTech. I follow the company, so I see their stuff and I enjoy it. However, I think I get even more value from like Dr. Cal Patel and some of the founders that, I've, that I follow as well. Because like you said, it's that personal touch. Hey, here's a podcast I just did. You know, listen to it if you like. It, it's not fancy. It doesn't have the intros and outros and all the cool graphics. It's just, hey, you know, here, here's my take. Here's what's going on in the market. Here's my take. You can read my seven paragraph blog and, and you know, let me know what you think. And that to me is, is a big deal. So, yes, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Personal branding supersedes uh, corporate branding uh, whenever possible. And here's the thing. Everyone has a personal brand, but it's yeah. a matter of what you do with it and what you say uh, or what you wanted to say about yourself. So, for example, if you don't have a picture on your LinkedIn profile or you rarely, if ever, engage with others' content or post yourself, your brand on LinkedIn pretty much says nothing about nothing, right? Yeah. However, if you're consistently engaging and commenting on others' content in a thought-provoking manner, you're putting, you're putting out genuine content about yourself or what's happening in your world, it helps demonstrate who you are and what you stand for. And in 2022 and for the foreseeable future, this is a huge part of how you build that connection with prospective talent yeah. uh, way before you even need to hire And so <clears throat> with that in mind, I want to give some examples of content that you can put out to build your personal brand. Let's say that you're like, hey, I'm on board with what you're saying. I don't really know where to start. What does this mean? I know I got to do something, but how do I get started? Let me give you some examples. A story of a win uh, that you and your team had and the lessons learned from it. Uh, or a story about where you messed up, how you fixed it, and what you learned. Nice. Uh, it could be a day in the life video of what you do day to day. Uh, a life lesson that you learned from your kids and how it applies to business. This happens to me all the time, yeah. right? Uh, what exciting things are happening at the company that you can't wait for and what it might mean for others who might be open to an exp exploring a, an opportunity pretty soon. All of these hammer home your authenticity and give you a glimpse into you as a person and you as a professional. And again, giving an opportunity to build connection and a following so when it's time to recruit, You've had a runway to build the know, like, and trust factors that are so important in one's decision-making. Thoughts on that? Yeah, it's it's crucial. And I think especially now with everyone being remote, 
as you were talking, I was thinking too, it's obviously a great recruiting tool, but it's also a retention tool. You know, everyone's remote. You know, we've talked about this recently. We're going to meet people on our team that we haven't physically met. And so that's going to be exciting. Um, Let's say you work for a manager and you've, you just started 18 months ago during COVID. You really don't know much about your manager other than the, you know, the team's meetings and everything else. Wow. You're seeing her stuff uh, off online too. Wow. You're more connected to them. You know, we, we know the saying people leave people, you know, they don't, they, they, they leave their manager, their, you know, their hiring manager, they don't leave a company. Conversely, they're drawn to a, a leader. So, you know, don't bank on, hey, we're X, Y, and Z med tech company or whatever company, um, you know, be, be that leader that people are drawn to. Not necessarily you have to be charismatic, but just be authentic. And like you said, share your stories and people are, are already connected with you. One, so when they do have positions that are open uh, on their team, you're more likely to, you're more inclined, I guess, to, to uh, be interested in interviewing with them. Um, but then you just kind of have that already you know, that familiarity going into the interview process with that person. <clears throat> and I think, <clears throat> I think the big takeaway of what you just said is be who you are. Don't try to be somebody right. because you think you need to be somebody, uh, right. you know, that you're like, oh, I think I need to be this way online. No, the most genuine self is, is uh, the best because ultimately that's how you're going to show up in your daily life anyways, right? Yep. And so whoever is going to gravitate towards you needs to see who is the real you to begin with. Yep. Right. Yeah. Don't, if I was putting don't, out yep. something, uh, if I was putting out something online uh, every day that wasn't me, and then we hired people, and then they came in and were like, oh, "That's not the guy that shows." It kind of be a immediate rub, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need to be ingenuity. You don't need to be Howard Schultz or whatever. Be be you. Be be the leader that people are drawn to, um, and, and be authentic, like you said. Yeah. Because once people see you and get to know you and everything else, if that's not authentic, you know they're going to see right through that, and that's. Uh, that's no good. <clears throat> exactly. So here's the question. Who should be building a personal brand? Everyone. You know, the, this goes for internal recruitment teams and hiring managers alike. Anyone that's a part of attracting and retaining talent for their organization, which is virtually everyone. Yeah. And so the more people out there building awareness, building interest, building trust, building a following, the easier you're going to make your life when it comes to recruiting in an excessively noisy space. Right. And so they may not necessarily gravitate towards what your internal recruiter has to say. They may gravitate towards, you know, what your marketing director has to say. Either way, it's on behalf of your organization. Right. And so everybody should be out there building, building a personal brand. Do you agree or disagree? And how do you see it playing into building pipelines? hundred percent. Yeah. You've got to have your, 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 your bench. You constantly build that. We've talked about that in previous shows where when you do have a hiring need, you know, you should have ideally six to 12 people you can go go to that day, you know, and, and they should at least have some familiarity with who you are, what you do and why you might be reaching out to them. Your positions filled, you know, maybe maybe within one day you have uh, three or four interviews that you're able to set up because of that. Um, but as you're talking to and I'm just thinking of all the other positives here. I mean, you're we're all working cross functionally. So everyone getting to know you is a win. You're working with the R&D person and you're a regulatory person. Oh, I didn't know you went to Miami of Ohio. I didn't know you collect model trains, whatever it is, like, especially as, as disjointed as our society is right now with COVID, we're all in these video meetings. That piece of it, that branding piece is a really big deal. Um, definitely more so than it ever has been. You're not, you're not sharing time in the water cooler. You're not, you know, by the water cooler, you're not going to as many team building uh, events and stuff like that. So 
your your brand can hopefully help uh, educate others about who you are, what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you want to do, uh, what your skill set is, you know, what your passions are. Um, and that's just a win-win for, for everybody involved, not just in a hiring capacity. <clears throat> for sure. So if you were to start building a personal brand today, where should you start? I would say hmm. first, make sure, make sure your LinkedIn profile is dialed in. Who you are, yeah. what you do, what you have to offer. Make sure you've got a picture on your profile. Include links to uh, that draw people over to your organization to learn more, uh, etc. Yep. Next, I would start regularly building connections on LinkedIn, making sure you know to constantly be, be adding people into your network and engaging with others' content. The law of reciprocity will kick in, and others who you are engaging with will naturally be curious and want to check out and support your own content. That's going to continue to build awareness. And then third, I would start to challenge yourself a few times a week to post some content in any form you're comfortable with, video or written, about what's happening in your daily life. Ideally, you want to add value for those you're trying to connect with. So lessons, stories, findings, latest happenings are all great places to start. Yep. Do you have anything to add on that pace? If yeah, someone is listening today and they're like, you're right, I'm, gonna, I'm all in, what do I need to do? What yeah. And I think humility goes a long ways here. You know, failures, quote failures. Hey, gosh, we just tried this 510K and we fell flat. Obviously, you're not going to share stuff that's sensitive to IP, but um, here's a pitfall we just fell into. Watch out, you know, kind of a, a cautionary tale, um, but also showing, hey, we we made this mistake. More importantly, here's how we gathered ourselves and then and then move forward and, and ultimately succeeded um, because guess what everyone else in your community is going is likely going through the same type of thing or EU MDR is a big deal right now hey any like Michelle Lott always posts really good content there if I'm working in EU MDR I'm following her all the time and I'm I'm constantly you know when I log on to LinkedIn in the morning she's the first one that pops up um, because of the algorithm I guess but um, and, and, and that's where, like you said, the reciprocity. So I'm, I'm viewing their stuff. They're viewing my stuff as well. Um, and just try to help each other out with, you know, some of the common, you know, uh, strife right now, you know, things that are, we're struggling with, um, and, and be authentic there. And guess what? Out of 7 billion people in the world, a whole bunch of people are feeling the same thing as, as you are. And they're, they're going to get uh, value from that. I promise. And the takeaway there is Think about how much, how can you add as much value possible to who you want to receive your message, right? If you're trying to attract people to build a talent pipeline, what's important to them? You know, maybe uh, an internal recruiter <clears throat> knows in three weeks she's going to be having a marketing open. What is, what kind of value could they offer to professionals who might be working in medical device marketing right now? What is the latest things that they're dealing with? How can we add content in a rapid fire way that's going to, to uh, add value for them? If you're a hiring manager and you're constantly building your regulatory team, put out nuggets of what are you learning about the latest regulations? What do you yeah. think other organizations are struggling with that it may find out? And then people come to you as the expert. People see your stuff as a position of authority. And then who wouldn't want to work with the person that's positioning themselves as an authority when it comes time to think about making a change? So dead on right there. Yep. And I was going to say, too, and, and let's say you, you have no idea. How can I add value to my community? Well, do what you've done, Mitch. You, you do some polls, you know, like we're asking quiet quitting or, you know, whatever else it is. Ask the question, hey, what content could I add? What content content could I produce and, 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 and distribute that you, my community, would find value in? And then even have four or five things or other or whatever else. I mean, the, the feedback's going to be overwhelming and you're going to go, oh, okay. So 
FDA submissions is number one. Uh, you know, whatever it is, just go down the list and then you can prioritize your content. So once a month, I'm going to talk about UMDR because that's what everyone's concerned about right now. So there, yeah. the, your community will give you the answers to the test. The last thing that I would wrap up uh, this conversation with is I would say it can be daunting when we're talking about all these different things and coming up with ideas and posting and how do I do this? How do I do that? We'll have a lot more content and we've already had previous content on, on the how to's right? The logistics of posting, but dumb this down to the, the simplest form. Just write about things that are happening in your life and you're going to be on the right path. Write about things that um, you think add value to your target audience based on some of the challenges that you've been dealing with and that you know others in your market are, are dealing with as well. Write about, be as authentic as you can. Write about things that are maybe vulnerable. Vulnerable posts go a long way. Yeah. Right. And just start yeah. there. We're not saying that you've got to post every single day on top of all your other responsibilities. We're talking about a few times a week and ever so often, you know, right before you start your day, at the end of the day, on your lunch break, you engage with a few other people's posts in your market. If you start there, I guarantee you're going to be well on your way to building a much bigger brand and stronger brand and stronger presence on behalf of your company, which is what you want in the first place yep. than you would if you do nothing. Yep. Hundred percent, and 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 I was going to say too, if the, all the folks uh, you know that have been part of rifts, you know, reduction in force or layoffs here in the last six seven weeks, imagine if they could go back six months or a year, eighteen months, and start that branding process. You know, some have done a really good job, which we've we've given shout outs in previous shows. But imagine if they had already started the branding process, and all of a sudden now they post and they say, "Hey, guess what? I'm on the market," and everyone's like, "Holy cow!" This. UX UI designer that I've been following for 18 months is available. I can talk to him or this product manager is actually open. I want to interview her tomorrow. Like, holy cow. Like, I mean, that's, that's phenomenal stuff um, for, for, for all parties. So always be training yourself. Yeah. That's a good point. Whether you're building talent pipelines or building a professional, a personal professional brand for yourself, it's important. Right. Right. And I think by just getting out there and doing it accomplishes both. If you're in a hiring capacity or if you're, you know, a professional who's going to continue along your career journey to bigger and better things over time, yep. it, it benefits everybody. So, yep. um, well, thanks, man. Good stuff. Yeah, of course. As always, uh, for those, again, um, listening, check out the MedTech Talent Lab LinkedIn community. We are building something pretty special hoping to help you gain a competitive advantage, whether it be for hiring and or for your own professional career. Uh, we are here live, 11 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern on Wednesdays with a different topic about talent each and every week. And then make sure to check out all the uh, great leaders that we have hosted uh, on the podcast, in the podcast queue. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the MedTech Talent Lab podcast. For more content-rich episodes, log on to theanthonymichaelgroup.com or subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.